Welcome to Mariano Alamo, the mental health podcast. My name is Paige PTF. I plead the fifth Waylon. This is my co-host slash guest today, Danny. Welcome, Danny. Hello. Yay. He's our new audio engineer for Wana. He's going to help us soundbomb.com. I'm going to help you guys sound great. Yes. Very excited. So cheers. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, you can definitely check out the accountability jars in the front shot. What that is, is for sorries that don't make sense. What I mean by that is you want to build an awareness for your words. So what we're doing for the accountability jar is to build an awareness about what words you use for certain situations. For um, a Wana House rules, no apologies. They cost 10 cents. If, oh, wow. Uh, sorry. That's, is, that's a pretty penny. Yeah, exactly. So, every, so basically what you're saying is every time I say sorry and it's for no reason, 10 cents comes out of my pocket. Exactly. Give so an example. Do you know You heard what? that live. You heard it. <laughs> and we hold each other accountable to fun games. So if Danny says, I'm sorry for gurgling water into the mic, then I'll be like, that's 10 cents, motherfucker. I'm sorry for this audio sounding like shit. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. No, that is, that would be <laughs> not worth, that would be like, all right, get it together, Danny. <laughs> Shouldn't be putting 10 cents in there. What am I paying uh, you for? If this audio sounds <laughs> like crap, I'm going to bring a lot more than 10 cents. Trust me. Uh, so, so, so uh, let's, let's get this started. So, all right. Back to a serious note, this podcast is very important, correct? It is it's, very, really it's for important. an important cause, so take it away. Let them, let them know. So what we're trying to do is build a more inclusive organization um, around talking about mental health and MI. We're calling mental illnesses MI um, similar to, you know, developing a new lexicon around sex work and what we used to call them prostitutes, Mm -hmm. you know? So if we're building a new dialogue and building an inclusive organization, trying to talk about difficult things, it's a really fun thing to do this podcast to bring people on like you who have an investment in mental health and want to learn about it and haven't really had an outlet to discuss hard topics like suicide and like self-harm and like bipolar disorder and borderline personality disorder Mm -hmm. and narcissistic personality disorder. I mean, our president, <clears throat> but yeah, for invisible mental health issues like that, sometimes it's hard to come out about it and actually discuss the hard topics. What made you want to come on to um, on a fam, Danny? That's a great question, actually. Uh, well, I'm one of those people that uh, walks around the real world and uh, has a smile on their face and is happy go lucky and lives their life and works and pays bills and and. Uh, you know, I'm also one of those people that behind uh, the curtain uh, suffers from time to time with things like anxiety. Uh, more, more or less, I, I lean more towards like the OCD uh, portion of uh, what can be defined as certain uh, parts of. I, I feel like it's all connected to one main depression, but OCD is probably what I suffer from the most. Um, you know, I've been, uh, and I think that all kind of correlates to things that have happened to me in my life. And, like biological um, factors growing up. Not even just biological factors, but in general, like watching my grandfather pass away from things like, you know, from, from cancer and, and uh, that fear kind of being implemented to the, uh, the prehistoric brain, uh, so to speak, that I have inside my head. And it's, uh, it's terrifying because you really have no idea how... Um, powerful your brain is until you start to lose control of it, which is something that I feel like a lot of people that will be listening to this can relate to. 
Yeah, so. and I want everyone to know that Danny is brand new, and we're just not becoming quick friends because we're yeah. going to be working a lot for sure, together. For sure. So most of everything that he's saying is news to me as well. So thanks for opening up. Really, as far as OCD is concerned, does it affect your daily life? Um, uh, it used to. I, I, I I've learned to. Uh, well, first and foremost, before I move forward, I would definitely say. Uh, meeting my wife, my significant other. Um, shout out! Shout out to uh, you know Carrie Charlo, my wife Carrie Perez Charlo, um, and the new baby, and and our new uh, three week old Valentina Amora Charlo. Um, oh my heart! Definitely, definitely, uh, she. Well, not both. Both of the women in my life uh, definitely helped me uh, build a. You know, they they are my quote unquote uh, cure, so to speak, for this because I noticed that. Uh, before I went through the whole, like, you know, becoming a dad, my wife being pregnant, dealing with the emotions of her being pregnant, being super nervous as being a future father. I went through the whole entire, like my anxiety, my depression, all that stuff got even worse because I had so much pressure on my back. Am I going to fail? Uh, am I going to be a shitty father? Uh, all these kinds of things ran through my head. All those judgments running through your for head. For sure. For sure. And, and, uh, the minute I, and I can't say this works for everybody, but it worked for me, uh, cause, uh, you know, no transparency. I was on uh, Zoloft and uh, to control my OCD and things like that. And it was a low minimum dosage, but still, I didn't want to be on anything. Nobody wants to be on anything. That's true. Um, and it was helping. But the minute I held Valentina in my arms in the hospital for the first 30 seconds and forward, like she came out, I witnessed everything. I saw how brave my wife was. I saw what she did. Like, I didn't, everything kind of just like, washed away and it was like it was bigger than am i yeah it was like i i and i can i say this can work for everyone am i telling everyone to go out there and get someone pregnant and have a <laughs> child no I, I mean i can say that um i can say this is that up to the very last second before she took her first breath in this world um i was terrified and then she was here and i felt like i was reborn yeah. so take it as take that as you will uh but yeah, my daughter and my wife was starting to heal me of all of this uh, because it's not easy to deal with, of course, as you know, like people that are in our lives are significant others, family members have oh, to deal definitely. with all this. It doesn't just affect that one person diagnosed or undiagnosed. For sure. You know, it's, it's just as hard as the people that have to sit there and watch their loved ones deteriorate in front of their eyes and they don't understand why because they were lucky enough not to have this card drawn for them. So or to they speak. want to offer help. Yeah. And sometimes the help isn't enough. always enough. Yeah. Which is not, which is nothing like negative towards them. No, it's it, not that you didn't try it enough. It's just, you did. Science. It's something that doctors are still trying to figure out why it happens. They're very, very, they're still the ocean. in their infant stages mm -hmm. of finding out. Um, but I mean, I overall, that. shout out to all those people out there that are, Dealing with people that suffer with depression, that are that are that have the patience, that have the courage, that have the strength to sit down every time somebody breaks down in front of you, every time somebody needs a hand, every time somebody needs somebody to talk. Shout out to them because you are just as strong, and you are you believe it or not, you might not feel it, but you are making a difference every time you do that. You really are, and that's so. a huge point of this podcast too, right? Mm -hmm. To allow people like, hey, someone's talking about this, and that gives them maybe you know, validating themselves that I can actually do something. There have been so many times that people have called me when I was in such a bad place and they will never know 
that that phone call meant so much to me. And we talk a lot on the podcast about, you know, like having a good support system. Mm -hmm. You obviously have a great support system with your wife and congratulations on your new family. Yeah. Growing family. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's very exciting. It's amazing. Speaking of family and new baby girls. So I want to ask this question to every guest on the podcast. We all have that one song in high school Mm -hmm. that we would cruise down the road to. And just wail and know every single lyric to that song. What was that song for you? Um, I'd have to say, uh, ooh, our expandits sell you beautiful. Which sing a little bit for me. Uh, oh, wow, you're gonna be singing on the podcast first time in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard. It's it's a ska. It's ska. So it's got to be like it's you not easy. It. Um. It's it. I'm not, I won't sing it? it. I won't sing it. But I'll say that it's it's a song that correlates to people trying to look beautiful as best as they can by trying to fit into an image that the media and society paints for you to have to fit into when you don't need to. When you're just you're beautiful just the way you are. So that's what the song talks about. He goes into things like you know, look who's got a new nose, passing with the big tits, things like that. I mean, it's a little yeah. vulgar, but he talks about like women. Walking around, getting surgeries, getting things done to try and keep up with this so-called norm that society builds for you and things like Hollywood and the media. So and you're all just trying stuff. to fit in. That sounds pretty Scottish. Yeah, for sure. Scottish. For sure. But I loved it because I love the message because I've always been who I am as zany and as crazy as it is. And, and that song just spoke to me as like, I'm never going to change the way I look. You know, well, if I if I look a certain way, it's because that's the way I'm supposed to look. Yours is, um, it's kind of like going to that meeting with Kim Jong-un and Trump. Yours is very deep in ska and mine is, to my motherfucking man, 50 grand, the alcoholic man, just a talking in your bloodstream if you can't. Rapping, Biggie I like Smalls, it. Biggie Smalls, pussy MC Provoca, chocolate mocha, Electra Max and Maximus and Acuras. This is impressive. You're still going. This is impressive. This <laughs> is absolutely the little hookers on my lap. Uh, you know the flavor, Macca. Shot. Beep, beep. But I ain't your fucking comforter. And if I ever fall in love, you bet I'm fucking up. I am literally, I am literally going to check. <laughs> because I have to edit this podcast. On it. I'm going to check Why all of these wanna lyrics. And I want to see. Play your games on me. Damn you crazy. Commitments. I'm Swayze. No time for the ill shit. Check Swayze. Swayze in there. Yeah. Wow. He's in there. All right. So. Well, you had uh, yours, I'm I done. had so, mine. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome and goodbye to We Are No Album yeah, podcast. That, that's awesome. Good stuff. Wow, you must have really loved that song. I, I love that song. I feel like I feel like like I should have known about every lyric now. Too. Knowing yourself and really knowing when you just want to get down. When you want to get down, get you know, down with just the let, get down with the sickness. Let him. I'm gonna have a goldfish right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna crunch on one goldfish to uh, celebrate to your all, all your lyrical things. your lyrical ingenuity. I'd like to call Are it. You a lyrical genius. Um, but I steal from the R.I.P. Late Great Biggie Smalls. Yep, that's right. Aren't they, a, aren't they making a movie about him? Probably. I'm in there. New with Johnny Depp. It's about like his murder. Moita. No. I mean, I wouldn't know. We talked about this. Which is actually a good segue. So, mm-hmm. I have this thing. Let's see. July was for joy. In therapy, we talk about, like, 
radical acceptance. Every month I come up with a mental health, you know, some kind of post-it idea that you would put on your mirror and, you know, get your shit together page, like go out, face your demons with depression and move on with your life in the world. So August is a little pick me up, a little pick me up. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So August is all about awareness and acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about millennials and awareness about mental health issues. Um, A lot of people have beef with millennials. I have beef with millennials because I have beef with myself. So, uh, so, but I'm always categorically, I'm always confused about where you classify, excuse me, where you classify a millennial. Like, am I a millennial? Because I'm, I always hear the, I, I always hear people shoot out these different dates, but I was born in 1983. Okay. So I witnessed, I went to school with the internet semi in its birth. You know what a floppy disk is. Yes. So yeah. that makes me a millennial. I think so. Alexa, what's a millennial? Millennium is usually defined as relating to a millennium or span of a thousand years. She so gives wait. you the scientific definition. You give me the bullshit definition. I don't really no, understand. I'm totally kidding. No, no you're not. <laughs> Alexa, what is a millennial as far as pop culture is concerned? Maybe that's a little too weird for Alexa. Sorry, I'm not sure. So listen, Alexa. she's Alexa. She's not <laughs> that, like, it's still it's still in its infantile stages, this AI, okay? She has Artificial yet to take over the world. She has yet to take over the world. In my AI, man. In my AI. AKA Terminator. <laughs> uh, so we're, it's all about perfectionism. It's whatever. The yeah. millennium, millenniums of or relating to a millennium. Well, isn't it, isn't it like this thing of like... And Sounds like for a all spelling bee. For, for all the listeners out there, they're going to listen to this and people that are like, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, in the comments and stuff like that. Roast him. But yeah, nice and feel way. free, feel free. Uh, but isn't it like the thing about blaming millennials is because they're supposedly very, very like touchy mm-hmm. and like they don't feel like they feel like they're owed something. So or to speak. entitled. Entitled. However, mm-hmm. because we've been fit, we've, I'm including myself, I'm including us mm-hmm. because why not? Even if according to Alexa, Damn it, she heard me. She heard you. Yeah, she's. she's Damn it. She has ears We may everywhere. or may not be millennials. I still don't know what a floppy disk is. She played um, Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery. Oh my gosh, I would give all of my people crossing the river like too much flour just to like see. I died if we of could dysentery so many times in that game. And I don't even know why. <laughs> Your 15 children got bit by rattlesnakes. Dun, dun. Yeah. The graphics in that game. It was like it was in a time machine because now being in Texas, I'm, I feel like I'm. Every day I'm I'm dealing with something new, some sort of exotic uh, insect or creature or rattlesnake or lizard that's trying to kill me. Tell me about it. Shout out to Texas animals. We're in my kitchen right now. Shout out to Texas animals. No, y'all can all go fuck yourselves. Well, let's be specific here. I think think this this scariest part for me of Texas is not the rattlesnakes, is not all that, is not, it's the friggin' farm cockroaches that come out of nowhere and hang off the ceiling like Peter Parker and just want to like and you can hear their wings wait what? I had an okay so I had it me and my wife when we first got here we went to uh, we had a a place in Cedar Park that we went to and 
it was like the third day we were there, and it had one of the like a ceiling like this, kind of popcorn ceiling, so to speak. Asbestos. Yeah, it's and, been removed. And we walk in, and my wife is just like she walks in, she looks up, and she's like, "Stop!" Hammer time. And I'm, like, and I'm like, "What's the matter?" And she's like, "Look up!" And I look up, and there's literally a farm roach with one arm hanging off the ceiling, looking down at me like I'm gonna fuck up your night, you know? And he. He, like, you don't have to try. Eric fall, did it. He falls don't. No. and hits the top of my head and lands on my shoulder and just starts, like, j- getting jiggy with it on my shoulder. Na, 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 and I'm, na, na, I'm, I'm like, this is not okay. And then there was more and more and more. And then I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I asked the people, the neighbors around me, and they were like, that's oh just gosh. farm roaches. They don't do anything. They're just everywhere. And they're, they're annoying. They're and they come disgusting. out of cornucopias of hell. Yeah. So my sister, she lives in Houston. Mm-hmm. And they just moved out of their apartment. But she called me and she was like, I'm fucking moving out. I think I made a bad choice because I just signed a lease for an apartment. I haven't talked to my boyfriend of eight years about it yet. <clears throat> wow. But fuck cockroach situation. She like pulled back her covers. Yeah. They were in her bed. Wow. They are in the closet. Yeah. They're in her dog, on her dog, not in, in her dog. In her dog. She probably ate them. Shout out, Annie. Oh, wow. But, yeah. And her landlord said something like, oh, yeah, uh, nests probably hatched or something. And I had no that idea. That is absolutely No one disgusting. Google that. Don't Google it. White cockroaches are a thing. I'm getting, like, a lot of Sigourney Weaver alien vibes right now. Like, that is absolutely disgusting. All about in my uterus. Shout out to Sigourney Weaver for handling those aliens the right way. And for, you know, keeping but it Austin's tight, got, keep Austin's it right. But Austin's got a problem with it. Austin, like, the what? city of Austin. All my drawers are always open. They're, we're shooting in the kitchen, like I said, right now. But I took, I had all my silverware out because, and I keep my, the fluorescent lights on at night because I turn them on sometimes. And they just, get, they just run. And they're like, ah! They're like, oh my gosh, she's here! I have no food in my house. I'm moving on Thursday. Like, where are how are you still living? I'm not even living in here. But then again, I probably wouldn't survive. Funny story. Segway, <laughs> f- funny story. And then we'll get back to those important topics, of course, instead of talking about these goddamn cockroaches. We talked about this all day. I was at my sister's apartment over in Austin, and uh, we were in like the third level of the parking garage. We just parked the car. We get out, and there's literally a roach on the floor, and he's dining on a piece of bubble gum. And he had both his hands up, and he was chewing on a like, – like, it, it literally looked like – he was like, it was Thanksgiving for him. And he's just like, <laughs> like staring at us. And I'm like, this is, this is bizarre. Like, it's absolutely bizarre. Like how these things are super intelligent. They're everywhere and they're so disgusting looking. And I'm sure they don't mean any harm. I'm sure they actually have some sort of, like every animal on this earth has some sort of positive or meaning, but they, they, they're Leave just a so disgusting. Or a post below if you know of anything that cockroaches do that are yeah. Let me know because if they have that any- don't trigger any sort of PTSD episode oh my or god. anxiety attack. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's crazy. It's a sure way to cure agoraphobia. Just infest <sighs> a house full of cockroaches. Oh my god! Oh my god! So <laughs> I um. It. I want to, like... It's the want to weigh in. Dun, 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 dun. The want to weigh in. Want to weigh in. How Before, do you feel about millennials and acceptance? Millennials and acceptance? Do you I, think that they're more accepting of people with environmental health issues, or do you feel like they've just been given the vocabulary? We are just uniquely snowflake enough to say, I am depressed. Or do you think it's actually something that has been covered up? It's weird. It's really weird it's now weird. Uh, because this uh, we're in 2018 right now, and I am legit, I am legitimately uh, terrified 
Uh, and and I'm terrified because uh, just this past week uh, we had uh, director um, of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, huge movie I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am a nerd, of course. Uh, and he was fired <laughs> as the director of the film. 42, no. He was fired as the director of the film uh, because of a tweet that occurred 20 years ago. One tweet. And an individual who was... Twitter was alive 20 years ago? I think so, yeah. Twitter? Twitter, yeah. Twitter didn't come like along. Like 15 years. Nine it was, it, years it, it, old. It was something like, I don't know. Anyway, I could be, I'm, probably wrong, I'm probably wrong on, the, on this time span, but... As far as technology is concerned, yeah, it I'm might be a little... Yeah, I'm probably shooting numbers, but I know that he was uh, terminated from right. the film by Disney because there was some salty guy... AKA maybe a millennial that was like just offended at what like his his goal was to take him down and take all these celebrities down because now like it's becoming this thing of like are you sure was his old they're on his lawn no it's like <laughs> people, I feel like millennials are I, I can put them in this bracket because apparently they're super touchy they're super touchy and they're very and it's like where do you draw the line. Where right. do you draw the line with things like sexual harassment? Where do you draw the line with it, which is a super serious topic and happens all the time, really happens all the time. Then people that really need to be like, where do you draw the line? And it's like, I feel like. Then you bring in the awareness aspect of it. Yeah. Because there is no line if you're not aware that anything is wrong. But what do you think about in what do you what do you think about the media empowering the idea of the millennial being super salty and super like sensitive to Things like what do, important topics that should be discussed by people who know what they're talking about. You know, the whole, um, I, I don't know what to call it, but like the suicide pact for news. Like people don't usually talk about suicide completions mm-hmm. anymore on the news because okay. statistically, um, whenever you talk about suicide and specifics of how they completed the suicide or had a su- suicide attempt, then people are more likely who view that go out and try the attempt themselves. Kind of like a copycat murder situation. Okay. So if we are just kind of going out and copycatting the whole millennial perspective, I don't know what we were talking about before, but I had a point and it was going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what we were talking about before? Uh, You were asking me, you were asking about entitlement and uh, if you feel, if I feel that, um, it is kind of correct that um, kind of like I think you were asking me in a way if millennials should have a big of, as big of a voice as they have. Yeah, because they have mediums like social media outlets now to have a bigger voice. And I, I actually think that they had a voice before. People like this had a voice before, but they were not able to get it out as much as with now with the Internet and things like Twitter and Facebook and social media, which is something that gives everyone a voice at any point in time, at any time of day, like, you know, it's, it's, it's the most, it's, it's the greatest thing, but it's also the most dangerous. And we're at, we're at, we're at a point now with, with this form of people being like super sensitive and hyper aware and, and like trying to, you never really know when somebody's just trying to get a spotlight because how easy it is to get a spotlight with the internet today. If what they're saying is Fingers reality. Fingers crossed for good. Yeah. If, <laughs> if what they're saying is a reality the or if what they're saying is because they want hits. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's like, I've seen it all the time. I've been on YouTube for how long now? You know, with, you know, my little YouTube channel that I did and 
I, I used to get I used to get like aggravated because I'd be like I put so much work into this video putting yeah. this together and I'm at like 500 views and then there's some what guy there's some guy shooting himself in the face with a paintball gun probably gonna go to the hospital ruin his life and shooting himself in the eye with a paintball gun and he's getting like a million views you know like and he's only doing it because he wants a million views so it's like is that all part of the same kind of construct of being a millennial and wanting attention? Maybe. That's- I think you're right. I think the answer is yes. Okay. It's just more Batman. Will you use your power for good or evil? I like that impression. That was good. <laughs> that was Bane. That that's was all Bane. I that's all I know. You want a Batman? You want Batman? <laughs> but but then I think I'm going to have power. <laughs> now you gotta, get, you gotta be a little more nasal with like Tom Hardy was a little nasal with like this. I'm not as crazy as him, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk more about millennials, shall yeah. we? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Let's radically accept millennials for their innate ability to get multiple hits and hopefully they'll do it for the greater good moving forward. Well, well, okay, so the question you asked me was if millennials, if I believe that they deserve to have as big of a voice as they have to yes. get in today's day and age. And I countered that question with what? back to a question with you that I just had in my head and I just forgot, <laughs> but I will, I will totally get it back. Um, what was it again? Oh I my know. god, I just totally blanked. You know when you, get so, you, know when you get so into something and you're like, ah! That's why, yes, that's exactly what I was I just literally, about. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I just blanked. Oh, so do you believe that uh, millennials, um, do you, you think that it should just be that the, the term, the phrase, the definition, the, the, the word millennials should just be X'd out and like axed out and just let's just keep it on a same level of like, this is just how people are today in general. Because you can also have people that literally hang out with millennials. But then what are, what are baby boomers and Generation X people going to do? Like, are we going to go talk to baby boomer, boomers and, you know, seek out some 50s cookie cutter houses? No. To be honest with you, I don't even... Stop creating new cool things. To be honest with you, I don't... I don't... Okay, so... For me... Because I, I think that this the whole idea of like what we're seeing now with, the, with, with our president and with uh, the amount of hate towards our president and like what people think about him and the voice that they have and Hollywood being behind this voice, but then Hollywood also having its own problems and all this stuff. Like, I, I, I think that people, um, it hurts me to say this because I know the justice system ow, is ow. so is so flawed already. But I believe wholeheartedly, I love my country and I believe wholeheartedly that with a situation like a millennial saying something about an individual that did something to them, I believe that individual should stand trial and it should be a case of innocent until proven guilty. Rightfully so. I don't think that a person's life should be ruined by some person who might just be salty or might just be looking to get quote unquote hits. Uh, I, I don't. Or who might have. Be suffering from some sort of MI. Or maybe I was a just going to say that. Yay! I was just going to say how I've known people in my life that have had literally legitimate problems mentally that they don't want to say they have, that they are just constantly lying, constantly making up stuff, constantly just wanting to. putting attention. it out there on social media. 
yeah, getting like, attention through social media. Exactly. Exactly. Like my, because it's a dopamine trigger, right? You get likes and literally there's dopamine receptors that oh, for are sure. just like, you know, doing drugs. Right. People can get addicted An to it. An example of that, my grandmother. Like, I, I'll, I'll say it right now. Like, I love her to death, but my grandmother, she loves attention. So, like, it might be, it might be the furthest, it might be the furthest part of an example, but like, she's the type of grandmother that loves attention and she'll throw herself on the floor and start crying uh, and be like, I'm in pain. I need to go to the hospital just for people to be around her, give her flowers and give her like, and it's like, you don't need to go that far. If you need attention or you want attention or you want to be heard, there is so many outlets for you to be heard. There is so many quote unquote podcasts as this one is like, or things that you can go to that your voice can be heard. You don't need Should we to. have your grandmother on the podcast? We should. We should bring her we on. We actually here. should. Shout out to shout out to my grandmother. Shout out, grandma. She makes some great um, arepas con perico and uh, empanadas. Spanish side. <laughs> Spanish side. I was like, I thought you were Italian. <laughs> they taste completely opposite of these goldfish. Uh, how They're much time do we have um, we're about 28 minutes in. Cool. For so, first podcast, we're doing good. We're doing great. So let's wrap it up with the Mastering Self Soothe. Another thing that we do in therapy is you look at the work that you're doing mm-hmm. and what are you mastering? Like you got out of bed because you were depressed and you literally got out of bed. That's a mastery. Yeah. It can be as small as that, or mm-hmm. it can be as big as recording a podcast and like getting through the day without taking a nap. Mm-hmm. That was my mastery. Yeah. Self-soothe. Um, in the next 24 hours for self-soothing, I'm going to take a bath after I pack up all my books and boxes tomorrow to get ready to move. So what are you, what's your mastery and self-soothe going to be for the next 24 hours? I love that you bring this up because I, full, I wholeheartedly believe that this is this is on the same exact wavelength as curing something with the brain. And I'm going to go back and hearken back to an old school phrase, idle hands are the devil's plaything. Um, and when I say that, I say that with the utmost confidence that if you are sitting around doing nothing but being depressed all day because you have this going on, just sitting around doing nothing will make it worse. It'll make your, your thoughts, it'll make everything 10 times worse. Trust me, because I've been there. What is that a body at rest stays at rest or something about absolutely absolutely and for me I found I've always been an artist all my life I do this stuff but like I love art I love drawing I love pencil and ink particularly but as of recent about two years back I picked up sculpting and that's bomb man and it is absolutely jarring to me how much I how much it helps me when I have this this constant train wreck of a thought process that won't leave me alone in my That's head. That's a tip skill. We talk yeah. a lot about tip skills. We'll talk yeah. more about it on and more podcasts coming just up. sitting there for like two, three hours and sculpting out something. And it might not be uh, uh, the statue of David and it might not be, but it just feels great. And, and you know, try, I guess my, my advice to anyone out there as, and it's, it, this is again, advice, but it's not always easy for everyone. Some people just need to find that. Some people don't want to do this. Some people are so deep in the hole that they say, like, I can't even get out of bed, mm-hmm. dude. Sometimes people so deep in the dark need people to reach down when they can't reach up. Yeah, exactly. And and John uh, Lovett said that on Love It or Leave It, the podcast. Y'all check it out. It's really good. Check it out. John Lovett. Good man. Love it. Cool. So your self-soothe is going to be go sculpt something. Just art in general. Photographs, this, audio yeah. engineering for me is I love sitting uh, editing posts. I love sitting creating art through uh, through film, through podcasts, through video. Like 
it all helps. It all helps because it alleviates the mind. It makes you stop think. It makes you. It puts your mind in a state to stop constantly thinking about negative crap. That's or true. Or stuff that's going to just affect you. Just something else. Just something else in your brain. And just- speaking of attention, <laughs> when you do something, it doesn't have to be sculpting, but when you do something like uh, anything, if you're doing it because of that, you'll, you'll find more than likely it'll lead you down a path of somebody noticing and giving you that attention that you might seek or that you might want. I mean, my first time sculpt sucked. I'm better now, but in the beginning, they sucked. And my wife was there like, well, this is amazing. This is the best sculpt I've ever seen. And I knew she was bullshitting. Thank you. I'm like, come on now. I know. Come on, Carrie. Don't do that. I know like, you're trying to validate me, yeah. but just be honest. I know this looks like a it's turd. mediocre I know best. this looks like a turd. I know this looks like a big turd, but just don't lie. Like, don't lie. And, but again. It's the turd from Caddyshack. It's the payday. You just like squeezed a piece of clay. We're like, it's a masterpiece. Exactly. A little, Her little piece. caveman. It's a masterpiece. A little caveman piece of my brain loved it. At that moment in time, I was like, this feels good. I know this is shitty, but my wife is here. She's telling me, and I got her attention. She loves it. It feels good. So, again. That's that's just sounds like my depression. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I got out of bed. It feels good. Like, oh, ooh, my brain's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's a teeter-totter back and forth. It's almost like achievements. You ever play video games? Yes. You know, like when no, you No, get- I don't play them. I watch them. I used to want to... To be, I used to want to. I used to want to be a, a video game story writer, mm-hmm. content creator. Mm-hmm. So I love sitting and watching, but I'm really too competitive to play video games. Well, I, that, can't I even feel like play that's fucking the thing. Go fish. That's the thing. Some some of these people like they play games and it's like they get achievements and they, they beat some of these like super hard games and they just want that achievement. They want that trophy. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's digital. Exactly. It's not a currency. You're not working. You can't pay your bills with it. It's just a little trophy that pops up on your screen and says, hey. And that's the self You're good. You're a good guy. You're, what was your good. mastery again? Huh? What was your mastery today? My mastery? Yeah. What did you do that you were like really proud of yourself for doing? Oh, I uh, got, I, I made my baby's diaper rash better. <gasps> Congratulations, finally, dad win. Hashtag dad win. I'm on the way. I'm on yes. the way. She, she had a little bit of a uh, diaper rash and oh, it was like, Valentina. you know, typical diaper rash. And it sucks because when your baby gets a diaper rash, that baby's crying. It's oh, crying because it's like, oh my God, help me, please. Why is my ass Leave on fire? comments in the section for how to help <laughs> Danny cure diaper rash. But all of your suggestions. And I got Congratulations. some. A- I got some A and D ointments and cornstarch, and I was just bam, 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 bam. I Pinterested the shit out of my baby. Yeah, and she's, she's <laughs> slowly but she's getting better. It's going away, and I feel, I feel like, I feel like I achieved something. I got a little trophy when oh I when I looked gosh, down and I saw that she was trophy. a little bit less pink than usual in her in her in her buttocks area. In my mind, I was like, bing, trophy. Bing. You I'm, did great. Great I'm dad. I'm hyper aware that you're a great dad. I try. Danny, thank you so three, much three for being on the podcast today. Thank you Welcome for having me. Welcome to the me. Wana Fam. It's the new the, audio engineer. The Wana Fam? Yeah, this, Wana is, this, fam is, this club, has been great. Man. This has been awesome. I, thank you for having me. Thank you for, for reaching out. And, and uh, I, I love the honesty. I love all of it. It's great. And, and I hope to be to create many more stuff with you. Yeah. And before we close up, I just want to let you guys know that if you don't have a support system that you can call and you're having suicidal thoughts or start developing a plan to attempt suicide, Please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It provides 24-hour 
personal support. I have called it before when I've been suicidal and when I was involuntarily, involuntarily hospitalized. They helped me so much. I'll throw that number at the bottom of the screen, too. Awesome. It's 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. There is always a person always. that wants that's there that wants to, like, you are not alone at all. You're ever. never alone. Just get on the phone and just do it. Like, yeah. if you feel like that, just it's it's super important that you just understand that you, you are not alone us. at all. And remember, you're not alone because we are no Alamo. We are no Alamo. We are no Alamo. By the way, before we go. Go ahead. One last thing. I want to ask you because we start. What exactly? We are no Alamo. Yes. I want a definition of what we are no Alamo. Why we are no Alamo before we go. Before we head on into the sunset. We are no Alamo comes from when I was previously voluntarily hospitalized in last April. My roommate Nikki and I, we were... You know, just sitting in the room after group therapy one day and we were on our nighttime meds and I looked up and there was a writing like someone had put up on paper. It said, you are not alone. But I looked at Nikki and I said, does that say you are no Alamo? Oh, because it was prescription induced. Oh, nice. (laughs) So she said, no, it says you are not alone, but I like you are no Alamo better. So it's we are no Alamo as an inclusive it doesn't make sense. Funny name, but we want it to be a big organization. We want to make a big impact on everybody. Cool. Check out WeAreNoAlamo.com, Facebook.com slash WeAreNoAlamo. And this Join is also the, the first group. your first video podcast. This is the first video podcast, guys. So let's make it... Going up on YouTube. Going up on YouTube. Channel name still to be decided. It's <laughs> WeAreNoAlamo, but we're going to put it down at the bottom of their Danny. Yeah. Put it down at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Got cool. anything else you want to head out? No, I think we're good to get. I think uh, this has been a great episode, uh, and I, I look forward to doing many week. more. And check back next week for a new episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for being. Um, what's the word I'm looking for right now? Before we forthcoming, forthcoming or honest, honest, honesty. We're all about honesty here. We're anyway, all about honesty. Let's let's Cheers, let's, let's ride on into the sunset. All right. Remember, you are not alone because we are no Alamo. We are no Alamo. Take it easy, guys. See you next week. Bye.